Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. us to be in your house. Lord, many are sleeping in their houses because of the cold. But Lord, you've allowed us to be here this morning because you've touched our hearts and our hearts have been drawn towards you. So Lord, thank you for this opportunity, Lord. We don't take it for granted, Lord. Thank you for touching our hearts to follow you. Thank you for touching our hearts to love you. Thank you for touching our hearts to want to serve you. Thank you for touching our hearts to want to be in your house, Lord. It's such a privilege, Lord, that you've chosen us among the many millions are in the world. Thank you, Father. We appreciate you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap offering. Now, before you sit down, ask your neighbor, neighbor, am I the soul that you came with? Am I the soul of me now? Because today you sit by your soul Sunday. So ask them, am I the soul? If you are not the soul, tell them you did not obey the pastor. Tell them you did not obey. Let them from today, start to obey. Yeah, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. It's a hymn. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. If you don't trust and obey, if you don't trust and obey, you don't you don't you don't make Jesus happy. You don't make Jesus happy. Beautifully, you may be seated. Trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus, but you trust and obey. Are you seeing how how many how many Christians are situational? Yeah. Because of the weather, they decided, hey, Leo, Chanilale. It's called situational relationship. And pastor, why did you not come to church on Sunday? Pastor, It's called situational relationship. There are three types of church members and three types of people who follow Jesus. First, they are called situational. They follow Jesus because the situation is right. When the situation goes wrong, they run away from Jesus. They are called situational Christians. The second one is fair-weather Christians. Fair-weather Christians are Christians who follow to the extent to which their convenience is not altered or they are, inconven- they are not inconvenienced in their following. The moment they get inconvenienced or at the sight of inconvenience, they jump ship. They leave. Some of you, you are in that state you follow because of convenience. Those who are not here, they are situational. So that's why they, they decided, ah, it's too cold, I can't come. But some who have come, you've come late. So the situation was not allowing you to come early. 
until your shepherd had to call you. You mispresent worship because you are fair weather Christian. Then the third level is the level that I would want all of us to be in. Do you want to know the third level? Yes. Are you sure you want to know the third level? Yes. Do you want to be part of this level? Yes. This level is called the marital commitment Christian. Tell me about marital commitment Christian. This type of Christian, tell your neighbor, this type of Christian is committed wholeheartedly. Yeah, wholeheartedly is committed. He follows Jesus as a wife follows a husband or a husband sticks with a wife. Because for marital commitment is still death do us. Yeah. But for your case, it's totally different. You want to relate based on is it convenient? Yes, I'm in. Is it, in, is it inconveniencing me? Yes, I'm out. But I pray from today. Tell about from today. I am praying for you. Tell your neighbor, I am praying for you. From today, you will not be a situational Christian. You will not be a fair weather Christian. You will only be a marital kind of a Christian. Yeah. Can you imagine if your boyfriend was to deal with you the way you deal with Jesus? Some of you will be, you, you, you'll be left by now. Today, by the way, today you'll get to know whether you're the main meter or an illegal connection. Yeah. And most of you, you are illegal connections. Because you deal with Jesus as if it's an illegal connection. But the main meter, you're always there. When KPLC comes, they find the meter is intact. When water bill or whatever authority comes, they find their meter is intact. Because it is a main connection. But illegal connection, at KPLC, wakosima, stima, zima, stima, zima. That's how you deal with Jesus. You deal with him. Is it convenient? Yes, I'm in. Is it inconveniencing? I'm out. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, from today, I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Mwanadam, smama, pepo, toka, toka ukicheka. Mwanadam, smama. Beautiful. I want to preach. I want to preach. Tell me about the pastor wants to preach. So my sermon today is titled How Sending Fair is Driving Many Boys into Poverty. That's my sermon. How Sending Fair is Driving Many Men into Poverty. Ah, girls, you're not happy. Boy child, are you happy? Yeah. Don't let the other gender make you poor. Yeah, that's why I, I did that sermon specifically. How sending fear is making the boy child poor. Because I don't want you to be poor anymore. Yeah. This other gender has been eating your fear for so long. Yeah. And the boy child has been suffering. The boy child has taken the responsibility of a mzazi. Analea wasichana campus. Tumekataa yu maneno. Amia jirani yako, tumekataa yu maneno. Atuta lea watoto tena. So that's my sermon. John 15. Or you thought I'm joking? John 15. That's my sermon title. Yeah. You don't think it's a good title? Yeah. You think I'm joking? I'm serious. That's my sermon title. How sending fair is driving many boys boy child into poverty. John 15. 
verse 12. When I start preaching, I don't like movements. Everybody should be seated and still. I appreciate that. Don't pick calls. Don't do anything. Are we together? Beautiful. Can we read together? One, two, three. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. This is my commandment, that you send fear to one another as I have sent you. This is my commandment, that you eat fair, that you've been sent by the other gender as I have commanded you. Is it what the Bible says? What does the Bible say? This is my that you love one another as I have. That's the commandment of the Lord. That you should love one another as I have loved you. Not this is my commandment that you eat each other's fare as I've eaten yours. Ah, la, 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 la. So you who that eats fair, where do you get your scripture backing from? Where do you get your moral authority from? And the moral authority says you should love one another just as I have loved you. Verse 13. Greater love has no man than this, or has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Let's read together. One, two, three. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Ladies and gentlemen, my official sermon title is called The Greater Love. Greater Love. It is my, it's, the theme is how sending fair is making poor. <laughs> but the title is Greater Love. So ladies and gentlemen, there is a love called greater love. The great love of God is also referred to as the greater love. This kind of love is the only love that can change your life forever. This love is greater than anything found on earth. So when a man says to a woman, I love you, baby. When a man loves the Lord. When you, when you love the Lord, it is greater than when a man says, I love you, baby. Be nice, so nice, and care. Come on, brother, you gotta show your first love. Be nice, so nice. When a man says that, it cannot be compared the love of Jesus. This love is far greater than any other, any other kind of love. It is greater than any other kind of love. It cannot be compared to anything that we can speak about or write about. Your mother may love you. Your father may love you. But none of them is willing to die for you. I repeat, your father loves you. Your mother loves you. But none of them, that is your mother or your father, is willing to die for you. Even today, you might be sitting next to your soul. You are both wearing red and black together. But if for adventure right now, a tiger walks into the congregation, nobody is willing to die for you, including yours truly, including me. I will not die for anybody, not even my wife. I will not die. Tell your neighbor, our pastor says he cannot die for anybody. Not even his wife. So how much more you? Do you think he can die for you? It's a lie. So in the same manner, 
There's only one man who was willing to lay down his life for the sake of his friends. So, when you open your heart to receive this great love of God, you receive the ability to fellowship with him. If you open your heart for this great love from God, you become a new creation and live a totally different life. If you open your heart to this great love from God, you escape from the punishment in hell. When you, when you open your heart to receive this kind of love that you don't deserve, you open your heart to love him and fellowship with him and enjoy the love of God who sent his only begotten son to die for us. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you seven things you should know about greater love. Seven things you should know about greater love. Seven things. And number three will shock you. Number one, there are different kinds of love, but Jesus' love is the greatest. There are different kinds of love, but the love of Jesus is the greatest. Is the greatest. Hey, the love of Jesus is greater. There are different kinds of loves, sisters and brothers, but the love of Jesus is great. So God has a special kind of love, which is the greatest kind of love in existence. Let me, let's look at a few scriptures that will show us that the love of Jesus is the greatest kind of love. 1 John 3, verse 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. Can we read together? It's on the screen. Is that throat yours? Do you own it? Then clear that throat and let's read. One, two, three. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called the children. Uh -uh, everybody should read. One, two, tell your neighbor, neighbor, you have to read. Yeah, you came to church to read the Bible, Amma? Yeah, as much as you came to see your girlfriend. The Bible is the primary reason why you are here. Amma Namnagani. Now, can we read together? One, two, three. What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. What manner of love? What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God? What manner of love? It is like right now me. I take a cat and bestow unto it so much love and start claiming from today, this cat is my child. How I treat that cat is exactly how I treat my own child. What manner of love will I be showing that cat? Excessive love. So to you, to you, you are like an aunt before God. But God has seen that he should bestow unto you a love so great that you should be referred to as a child of God. You aunt, you small aunt, as small as you are, God has seen it that you should be called a child of God. Ah, isn't that all a great love? Isn't that all a great love? So the Lord has, has loved us beyond measure. That's why the world does not know this kind of love. Because even when this love was working on earth, they couldn't have known it. So when, they say, when we say we are children of God, they are surprised what we mean by children of God. And we are human beings. Because it is so, it's so big to explain. It is so glorious to explain. What manner of love is this? That God has bestowed his love on you, Sandra. Sandra, how, you know you are wicked, you are not nice. 
or you are nice, you are holy. You know how Cecilia, you are wicked, pastor. As much as you are called pastor, you know how wicked you are. You know how sometimes you can become moody. You know how sometimes you can become stubborn. <clears throat> but imagine in all that, God still bestowed his love on you. That Cecilia should be referred to as a child of God. Isn't that not amazing? Isn't that not amazing? That's why we say the love of Jesus is the greatest of them all. Because there are different kinds of love. This scripture shows us that the love of Jesus is way greater than any other love. Another scripture. Do you want another scripture? Or before I give you another scripture, do give me a message Bible for that. Give us a message Bible. Can we read it together? Wait, wait, wait. One, two, three. What marvelous love the Father has extended to us. Just look. Wait, wait. Just look at it. We are called children. We are called children of God. And we are ants. It is like me calling a cat my child. How can a cat be my child? If anything, it is not in my class. Me, in the kingdom, I'm kingdom. All those things are called kin kingdom animalia. Now, he, what cat, cat is kingdom animalia, but what is that thing called where you differentiate? Panthera. 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 So God has extended his love to us. That's why we are called children of God. That's, and that's who we really are. But that's not also why, but that's also why the world does not recognize us. Or take us seriously. Because it has no idea who he is or what he is up to. So the world does not know who God is and what he is up to. So they don't take him serious. In the same manner, they can't take you serious. But for you, you are so special that God has decided, this is my child. Ah, Lord, thank you for calling me your child. Of all the things, Lord, you would have chosen the trees to be called your children. You would have chosen whales to be called your children. You would have chosen lions to be called your children. But Lord, you chose a weak man like me. You chose a wicked man like me. And you, or you don't, or you don't think you are wicked? You are weak. This morning you came from the wrong bed. That is wickedness. That's wickedness. And you are pretending as if the pastor does not know. Say, Lord, thank you for calling me your child. I'm saying, say, this side you are not saying, eh? You, 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 you are holy, holier than thou. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, thank you for calling me your child. Another scripture, Ephesians. Why Feso? Why Feso? Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 4. New King James. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, with which he has loved us, because of his great, see the word great, underline that if it's your Bible. But God, who is full of mercy, because of his great love, which he has loved us. Verse 5. Verse 5, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. So God loves you such that while you are still a sinner, he loved you. God loved you such that while you are still fornicating, he loved you. God loves you so much such that while you are still, he, he still loved you. Yeah. God loved you such that while you are still eating feather, he still loved you. While you are making a boy child poor, 
he still loved you. When he was screaming last night, saying, Apo, 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 Usiene Mio, Usiene Mio, Pole, 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 Pole. While he was still doing that, the Lord was saying, I love you. While we were dead in trespasses, he loved us. I don't think, hey, you don't, Nimeanza. Hey, you are saying, Apo, Apo, Apo. Enele, Enele. Nyorosha. And a straight. Maliza, Sasa, Maliza, Maliza, Maliza. Eh? While you are still doing that, you are dead in trespasses. The Lord loved you. Message Bible, verse 4. Verse 4. Verse 4. Can we read together? Uh -huh. Another scripture, 1 John, verse 4, 16 and 17. 1 John. John is the book of love. 1 John is the book of love. It was written by the disciple of love. 1 John. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. Verse 17. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Wow. Let's read again from, verse, from the previous verse, from verse 16. Okay, even let's start from verse 15 perhaps. One, two, three, can you read together? Whoever who confesses that Jesus is the son of God. God abides in him and him in God. Wow. Verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Why? Because we confess Christ is our Lord. Therefore, Christ is the son of God. Therefore, God has come to live in us and us in him. Because of that, we have seen the love of God. For God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. That is why unless you know God, you don't know love. And let me say this bold statement. Non-believers don't know love. Anybody who is not born again does not know love. So when someone is not born again and they tell you they love you, they are lying to you. Eh, pastor, how can you say that? It's true. Because the Bible says God is love. And anyone who abides in him, that's the only time he begins to have what God has. Because God is love. So what, does not, what, what do non-believers have? Rumors. <laughs> they have rumors. <laughs> they have rumors. Rumors of love. What do they have? If you are here and you're not born again, let me tell you what you have. Do you want to know? Yeah. Are you sure you want to know? Yeah. This side you don't want to know, eh? Yeah, at the back, you want to know? Yeah. What non-believers have is instincts. Instincts. It is the same thing a dog has to its puppy. The same thing a lion has to its calf. 
Do you think a lion loves its calf? Do you think a, a, a dog loves its puppy? Does it have love? Does it know what love is? But it is naturally cares for that child. That's the same thing that an unbeliever has. Instincts. So you and a dog are the same. You and a lion are the same. In matters love. In Auma, but Nikweli. Because God is love. And anyone who loves abides in God. So when you don't have love, it's because you don't have God. Yeah, that's why the Bible says in verse 15, anyone who confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And God, verse 16, and God is what? Love. So if God is love, what abides in you? So if God does not abide in you, what's in you? Instincts. Natural instincts. Wewe na paka ni kitu sawa. Same WhatsApp group. Wewe na nyoka mko sawa. Yeah, you and a snake are the same. That's why you see, you see a young girl, you, you see him, you like him, you have sex with him, you leave him. But you told the girl you do what? You love them. But the Bible says love is forever. So if you truly love the girl, why did you have sex and leave him? And love is forever. Because you didn't have love. You only have instincts. Lust. Lust is a product of instincts. When you see that girl, you say... Nishikilie, niongoze, mbali na waovu. Babae. Niongoze mbali na malisafi. Tuziene chenche. You see? Lack of what? God is equals. Minus God, minus love. Plus God, plus love. Because God, the Bible says, love is forever. So there are many kinds of love, but the love of Jesus is the greatest. So one day, you want to know my story? I met this girl. This is a true story. True story. The girl is in this congregation, but I'm not sure where she's seated. So I met this girl. This girl loved a certain boy. He loved the boy excessively. He, he used to buy the boy shirts. Nice shirts. He used to take the boy out. Yes, he used to save. Save. Save save the little pocket money he has. The girl was a student in a certain uh, university along Dika Road. So he used to save all the money she has to take care of this boy. So he would come buy nice shirts for the boy. They are not, they are not new. They are mtumba. Like a mzungu, alikufa ikaletwa. Do you know mtumba? They are called thrifted. They are thrifted. What were you saying? They don't call it mtuma, they call it thrift. So, kifika uko dana kusama nini? Thrift. Kwa mmi utulia, sama mtumba. Camera. Actually, ula zwea camera. Unaluka mafta ya ndege. Babu iligua mtumba. So, the boy, the girl used to go and get thrift clothes. Thrifted clothes. Nice. Camera. Iron them. Spray them. Then present them to the boy. But as the more the girl did that, the more the boy used to refuse to wear those shirts. So the girl used to desperately show love to the boy. But the boy was so unlovable. So he, used to ex he never used to extend back love. If anything, he used to show him uh, uh, madarao. What do you call madarao in English? Madach. 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 Madarao in Swahili in English is madach. So one time, the girl got to a place where he said, enough. Is enough. So the, the girl got courage and came and told me, Pastor, I have decided 
I'm walking away. I'm walking away. From troubles of my life. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. From the troubles of my life. So the girl said, enough is enough. I am walking. So I told her, oh, are you sure you want to walk? I felt sorry for the girl. But I told her, don't worry. One day, you'll find a love that is far greater than this love. There's a greater love that you'll find. So fast forward. One and a half years later, I met the girl. I'm telling you, I met the girl. True story. The girl was happy. Or should I mention the name? Are you sure you should mention the name? No, I won't mention the name. For security reasons. So I asked the girl, What's, so how is it with the new guy? He told me, Pastor. He told me, Pastor, you are a prophet. You said the love that I'll get is far greater than the first love. And Pastor, true to it, this love that I have, I cannot compare it to the other kinds of love. This love is making me wiser. This love is making me feel nice. So pastor, this kind of love is greater love than the other love. So ladies and gentlemen, from that story you can see, even in human beings, there are different levels of love. So how much more with God? His love is greater than any other love. Number two. The second thing you need to know about love. Or you don't want to know. Are you sure you want to know? Number two. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of brothers. Ah. Ask your neighbor, why are you not writing notes? What's your problem? The love of Jesus is greater than the love of brothers. First Peter 1, 22. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Wow. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. So how do you purify your soul? Let's read the scriptures. Stop writing and read. Read. Read also on the scriptures. This is very powerful. One, two, three. Wait. How do you purify your soul? When you obey the truth through the Spirit in sincere love, you purify your soul. That's one way of purifying your That's a side dish. Love. Okay, since you've purified your love, Ah, sorry. Since you've purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with, with what? With what? Love one another. Use King James. King James it for us. One, two, three. Can we read together? And friend love of what? So there's a love for brethren. There's a love for brothers. So many families, as much as there's a love for brothers, they, they disintegrate. And they no longer relate. They break up and fight each other time and time again. So the love of Jesus is far greater than the love between two brethren. And friend love of brethren. So this love cannot be compared to the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. One day, one day, one day, one day. oh, you don't like my stories? Yes. Do you like my stories? Yes. One, day, one day, there was a certain congregation. And in this congregation, there was one brother 
was in need of a kidney. Kidney transplant. So they were praying, Lord, Lord, we are praying for Brother James. Brother James, Lord, give him a kidney, Lord. Lord, we believe in the God of resurrection. We believe in the God of miracles. We believe in the God of who can create anything. Lord, you can create a new, a new, a new kidney for this young man. And they were believing God, holding hands. So as they were praying, the Lord laid it in the heart of the pastor or the person who was leading the congregation and told him, I think you should pray that one of you here should be willing to donate a kidney to this brother. So they started praying, Lord, let one of us be willing to donate. And you know, as we are praying, nobody is saying it's me, they are saying it's the other person. So they are praying, Lord, let one of us, not me, one of us, Lord, one of us, Lord. So they prayed for a long time, but nobody was coming out and saying, I'm the one who's going to give a kidney. So the pastor got an idea. He said, we are going to use a feather and we are going to ask God himself to choose it for us. So they lift the, 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 what is it called? The, the feather up. They lift it up. Then they say, Lord, we are going to pray. Whoever this feather will fall on, that is the man whom you've chosen to give the kidney. So they threw it up. And they started praying. Ramanda, bada, bada, bada. The more they are praying, the more the kidney is there. <laughs> the more the feather is coming down. The more they are praying, the more they are praying. They are praying, Lord, 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 the Father is coming. 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 Hey, guess, what the, where, guess where the Father was going? The Father was going to the pastor. When the, father, when the pastor saw that, he started saying, In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I bind you, Satan. I bind you, Satan. Trying to blow the feather away. Because the pastor himself, was not willing to give his kidney to his brethren. Even here right now, if we do that, you will see drama. You will see drama. You will see. And why are you doing that? Pastor, me, I pray like that. I'm blowing away Satan. Because as much as there is a love for brethren, the love of Jesus supersedes that love. That's why Jesus stood by his cross at Calvary. He didn't exchange it. That day of dying did not come that morning. And he said, hey, I was a cani. What a Judas, I end up. I'm a Peter. He stood by his cross. He took up his cross. Take up your cross. Follow me. Deny yourself. Follow me. Take up your cross. If you wanna be my disciple. Take up your cross. Follow me. Deny yourself. Follow me. Take up your cross if you wanna be my disciple. Take up your cross, follow me. Deny yourself, follow me. Take up your cross if you wanna be my disciple. Take up your cross, follow me. Deny yourself, follow me. Take up your cross if you wanna be my disciple. Living for Jesus, living for Jesus isn't easy, but he has promised to sustain you. Don't be afraid, for he is faithful. Living for Jesus isn't easy, but he has promised 
to sustain you. Don't be afraid, for he's faithful. Take up your cross, follow me. Deny yourself, follow me. Take up your cross, if you wanna be my disciple. Take up your cross, follow me. Deny yourself, follow me. Take up your cross, if you wanna be my disciple. So ladies and gentlemen, when it was time for Jesus to take up his cross, he never exchanged it. He didn't run away. He picked it up and walked with his cross. But your brethren are not willing to die for you. Your brothers, you are born of the same womb. You share the same blood. But just a kidney. Not that they are going to die. They can, because a human being can survive on one kidney. But just be, even that, knowing that it can survive on one kidney, they are not willing to take up their kidney and give it to you. It's too much to give. How much more dying? Can they die for you? But guess what? Jesus, he picked up his cross and died for you. That's why his love is greater than any other love. Number three. Oh, you don't want to know? Are you sure? The third thing you need to know about the love of Jesus, which is the greatest love, is that the love of Jesus is greater than the love of women. Hey! The love of Jesus is greater than the love of women. Oh my God, I love women. That's why I'm married to a woman and not a man. And the same thing with you. I know you love mamas. Yeah. Ah, I know. You love showrays. Unapenda showray. Yeah. If you don't love showray, it's abnormal. We saw in the scriptures, God has given you over to the depravity of your mind. But for us, Lord has not given us over. He has allowed us to love women. Even ah, uh, even ah. Uh? Yeah, we love some of you you have you have a love for women that is excessive. Baka skati kipita. Ikui meanikwa kwa kamba. Ama inatembea. Lazima ufuate. Iyo skati ni anani. That's how much you love women. But guess what? The love of Jesus is far greater than the love of women. The love of women is the love of the female body. The love of women is the love of the female body. When a man loves a woman and a woman loves him back, it gets to a place and the woman says, the only thing that I can give you to show you how much I love you is my body. That's why when we get married, we start having sex. The Bible says my body is not my own. It belongs to my wife. And my, my wife's body is not hers, it's mine. So the love of a woman is the love of the female body. That's why you love when you see the, when you see the contours. Shall I say it? When you see mm, mm, uh, uh, there's an upgrade. Where? There's an upper division and lower division. You say, oh my God. Hallelujah. You say, Lord, here I am as your child. Use me, Lord. Because the love of women is the love of the female body. So many songs have been written about the love of women. Sukari, nampatia sugar, sukari. Sukari. I will hear those songs during the... The, the wedding on Friday. Munya's wedding. And people were dancing. Many songs have been written towards this love. Many people compose themes. Yeah, another song. Eh? 
Mmeokoka hiyo that much. Sandra, ukumbuki? Nani ulikuwa best couple hapo? Shuka sukari. Shuka sukari. Eh? Which one is that? I'm beginning, beginning. Yeah, I've never had that one. This love is on fire. Shape of you. Yani you are pretending you don't know these songs, eh? And right now, if you check your playlist, if you check your playlist right now, what you are listening to this morning? Manu is saying check because he deleted yesterday. Some of you, what you are listening to this morning is, is songs to do with the body, about the female body. I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh, na, 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 na. Ebu sing for that last song. No one is singing. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like the magnets do. My heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. And last night you were in my room. And now my bed sheets smell like you. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with the shape of you. Wow, 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 wow. Different songs of the female body. People write such songs. They sit down, craft them. Very lyrical. You can't forget them. You sing them word for word. And most of these songs are written between men and women to express so much love. But the irony is, as much as there are so many songs written between men and women, most of the pain in this world is caused by heartbreaks, relationships. That's the irony. They sing so much to each other, yet so much pain is caused out of these relationships. Because what they are trying to satisfy cannot be satisfied by that relationship. That relationship is just a lower version of the greater love that is greater than this love, which is called the love of Jesus Christ. It is greater than the love of women. Yes, how easy is it when the love of women go sour? You see people, who are, they say there's a thin line between love and hate. There's a thin line. People who used to be lovers can turn against each other and become the, the, the greatest enemies you've ever seen. They burn each other with acid. They kill each other. Yet they used to say, oh baby, I love you baby. Sugar sukari, nampatia sukari. Sugar sukari. Sugar sukari. They used to sing that. And even do those things. Now, they go on to see each other eye to eye. Yeah. There's another song I'm trying to remember. No. Uh, Continue. Ilikuwa tare kumina saba, mwezi watano 
Ilikuwa tare kumbina saba Mwezi watano Ilikuwa tare kamili ya stela kurudi so because of this love that he had he was willing to wait for the girl to go abroad to go abroad and study but he found upon his return what used to be oh baby i love you oh baby i'll wait for you maybe i can travel to the moon and back for you when he what he saw he saw a man walking down Four feet. Meraba minne. A contractor from Japan. Mfupi, mnono, round. Because love of a woman can turn sour. The love of a woman can turn what? So how much more should we depend on the love of women? Should we depend on it? We should depend on the love of Jesus. That's why the love of God is the love of Jesus. It's greater than the love of women. Now let me show you a scripture. So that you see how the love of a woman can make you do anything. Genesis 28. The love of Stella. Genesis. Genesis. 28. 29 rather. 29 verse 18. Genesis 29 verse 18. Can you read together? Now Jacob Love Rachel. So he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter. Jacob was willing to serve for seven years to be given a woman. Let's read together. One, two, three. I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. Yani Jacob was willing to serve. Unajua seven years, nitangu jubilee as a kurul. Mbaka last year. Ndiyo seven years ilisha. Tangu kue form one. Umeingia campus. The guy is still serving. Ukamaliza campus. Class one to seven. The guy is serving to get married to Rachel. What man of love is that? That is strong love. And here young boys cannot wait for one year. You finish your degree. They can't wait. They want to marry you there and then. They don't want to marry. They want to impregnate. They want to pack a and then leave. You can't wait. Then this young man was willing to wait for seven years. You just want packaging and disappear. Verse 19. Verse 19. One, two, three. So Laban said, you'll serve seven years. It's okay. It's better I give in to you. Stay with me. Verse 20. Take note of that. And they seemed... No, let's read again. One, two, three. And they seemed only a few days to him because of the love. Love can make you to wait. And those waiting period will look like two days. So I wonder if the guy likes you. Why is he not willing to wait for you to finish school? If he truly loves you. He says, eyes on his kumingi. Tell him you don't love me. Because if you love me, those many days will look like very few days. Yeah. 
Because love has a way of making big things appear small. The love for women. He, Jacob loved Rachel, the younger daughter of Laban, such that he was willing to serve seven years. And guess what? After seven serving years, he was duped. He was given Leah. So he had to serve another seven years to get Rachel. From class, from class one to second year university. From class one to second year university. To, that's because of a woman. Love. The love of a woman. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, the love of a woman has made many men do great things. But that love, tell about that love cannot be compared at any level to the love of Jesus. Hey, let me show you another scripture. First Samuel. First Samuel. Chapter what? Chapter 1, verse 26. Second Samuel, sorry. Second Samuel 126. One, two, three. Can you read it together? Your love to me was wonderful. Surpassing. So a man can love a brother beyond how he loves his wife. There's a love that you have towards a man that surpasses the love that you have towards a woman. One day, let me read for you this story I wrote down. Now, there was a certain pastor who lived happily with his wife until the day he died unexpectedly. The wife was heartbroken and she cried continually. Her pastor tried to console her, but she could not be comforted. One day, she went to the graveside and wept from morning to evening. As she cried, she, she scratched and crawled at the grave. She wanted to pull her husband out of the grave. But one day, the pastor had a vision and he was taken to heaven where he saw the husband of this lady. To his amazement, this man was very happy in heaven. He spoke to the pastor and told him that he was very happy to be in heaven. The pastor told him, your wife has been every day and she cannot be comforted. And you, you are happy here in heaven. The man said, pastor, don't worry. The Lord told me that he's going to give my husband another husband who is going to be better than me. The pastor said, hey, are you sure? He said, yes. Please, so the man who was dead said, please. Go and tell my wife when you go that the Lord said that he should not worry. He, should he will give him a husband who is far better than me. The pastor said, but she won't believe me. The pastor told him, don't worry. I will tell you a secret between her and me. When you tell her this, she will know that you've spoken to me. Then the dead husband told him a secret that only he and his wife knew. After the vision, the pastor called his, this and told her that he had seen her husband and that she, that she was going to have a new husband who would be better than the old one. She said, no way. I, it can never happen. I will never have a new husband who could be better than my first husband. Then he told her the secret that the man had given to him. The woman screamed in amazement and said, you've been next to our door and our window listening to our conversation. Because how could you have known this secret? 
And that is the time the woman realized that actually that was a real vision. So as time passed, she did marry again. One day, the pastor asked her, how is your new marriage? She smiled sheepishly and said, indeed, this new husband is greater than my first husband. Lord, I know that will not be my story in my house. <laughs> because I'm experiencing greater love. This lady experienced the greater love in the second marriage. So indeed, there is a less greater love. But the love of Jesus is greater than the love of women and the love of brethren. So the love of Jesus is greater than this kind of love. So the woman experienced a greater love for her husband more than their first husband. Number four, and the last one, I think. I'll only give you four because of time. Or maybe a bonus one, then be out. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of a nation. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of a nation. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of a nation. So you can, only, you can also call this someone activating the supernatural by love. You can also call it that. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of a nation. People claim to love their countries. But when their countries are poor, <laughs> they are always looking for opportunities to leave that country. I know so many Kenyans, so many Nigerians, so many South Africans who have left their countries and now claim citizenship of America, Britain, Netherlands, China, those rich countries. They claim citizenship of that. Because at the slightest provocation to leave their countries, they will live willingly, without much confrontation and without much, what is it called? Uh, hesitation. Because people, as much as they claim they love their countries, they want to go to countries that systems are working. So the love of Jesus is greater than the love of a nation. Very few people love their country. If we did love our country, we would not be corrupt. We would not be eating NHIF money. We would not be eating COVID money. How can you be saying you love your country and you are eating money meant for the mask of your, of your country? Money meant to help people get a mask so that they don't get disease. You eat it and you say you love your country. You don't love your country. You are selfish. That's why you have cancer in your body. Yes, that's why you have funny diseases in your body. That's why you have diseases that have no, have, have no cure. You have diseases that have no diagnosis. You have fatal diseases. Diseases that you can't explain. Because you cannot claim to love God country and do such things. But ladies and gentlemen, the love of Jesus surpasses the love of a country. When you love Jesus, you have a greater love that cannot be compared to the love towards your country. Yeah. That's why you can see, I'm a, I'm a black Kenyan, Christian, but if I go to America, I met a white man and say, this is my brother in the Lord. Because the love of Jesus transcends nationalities. It transcends countries. It transcends races. It transcends, uh, what is it called? Ideologies and ethnicity. Because the love of Jesus is far greater than anything can, we, can, we can think of. So ladies and gentlemen, the love of Jesus is far greater than the love of a country. So if you love your country, just know the love of Jesus is greater than you loving your country. So when you love Jesus, you will give him. Look, let me, let me pause and say this. The greatest expression of love is giving. The greatest expression of love is giving. That's the greatest expression. 
Oh, God so loved the world that he gave. When you love somebody too much, or you love them to the optimum, you always want to give them. You want to give them your time. You want to give them your attention. You want to give them your body. You want to give them your money. You want to give them your password. You want to give them your phone. You want to give them everything that you can give them. Because the greatest expression of love is giving. So if you love Jesus, you will give your life to him. If you love Jesus, you will give your time to him. If you love Jesus, you will be in the church working. If you love Jesus, you will give your skill, your talent, your time, your everything to him. Because the love of Jesus is far greater than any other kind of love. Tell me about the love of Jesus is far greater than any other kind of love. It is greater than the love of a country. If you love Jesus, you will come with somebody to church and tell them, let me take you to church because I have a love for Jesus. And that is the house of Jesus. So let me take you to where Jesus is. That shows love. But if you can't do that, it shows that your love for Jesus is little. That's why it is very difficult for you to give. One of the spiritual sicknesses that as a Christian you must overcome. Tell about one of the, Christ, one of the sicknesses that as a Christian you must overcome is the sickness of not giving. Very many Christians are attacked in that area. They claim they love, but they never give. And you wonder, how do they love? It's a sickness. And it's a sickness that you must overcome. It's a sickness you must overcome. One time I was telling my wife this morning, one time Rick Joyner, there's a book by Rick Joyner, he was taken to heaven. So as he was taken to heaven, was it heaven? No, he was taken, he, he was in a vision. Then when he was a vision, he was taken back to the days of Jesus Christ. Then John was speaking to Jesus, right? John was speaking to Jesus. And John told Jesus, or no, rather Jesus told John, that the reason why you follow me, and the reason why you want to be with me, and the reason why you are drawn to me, is because God has touched your heart to love me, and to be drawn to me. Jesus continued and said, many people don't love God. Many people are not concerned about God. Actually, the whole of humanity is not interested with God. So if you see yourself, you have this desire to be in the house of God. You have this desire to love God. Just know God has touched your heart to love him. That's what the Bible says. No man can come to me except the Lord draws him to me. Because most of human beings, most of humanity don't love God. They have love for other things. They have love for, for country, love for brethren, love for women. But they don't have the love of Jesus in them. So when you don't have the love for Jesus, you don't find it necessary to give to Jesus. You don't want to give Jesus your skill. You don't want to give Jesus your talent. You don't want to give Jesus your time. You don't want to give Jesus your, your life. You don't want to give Jesus your prime life. You're making it hard. Because the truth is, a lot of us don't do what? Don't love Jesus. We don't have a love for him. But when you love Jesus, you want to give. So ladies and gentlemen, the greatest expression of love is giving. Number what? Number five, bonus. But I can just finish all of them. Just two that are left, and I have a few minutes past the hour. Number five, the love of Jesus is greater than the love of a mother for her children. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of a mother for her children. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of a mother for her children. Isaiah 49 and verse 15. Isaiah 49 verse 15. Can a woman forget her suckling child? 
that she should not have compassion on her son or the son of her womb. Yeah, they may forget, yet I will never forget thee. So God is saying, a woman can forget her child. So, you, I know you love your mother, but guess what? The love of Jesus is stronger than the love of a mother. Your mother can forsake you. Your mother can deny you. Your mother can deny you. And you know the love of a mother is strong, eh? Your mother is very strong. Your mother, look, your mother knows you are a thief, but she tells people you are not a thief. And your mother knows you are a thief, but she tells people you are a pastor. And he knows clearly this is a thief. Because mothers love their children. But the Bible says, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely, forget. So God is saying, your mother can forget you. And the word of God is true. Eh? It is truer than your knowledge. It is more sure than your breathing. This is more sure. It does not change because the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Your mother might change even right now. You might get high blood pressure and breathing changes. But this one is more sure. And this sure word is saying, your mother can forget you. I'm saying your mother can forget you. Some mothers drop their children at the doorstep of, their, of another person and they leave. I know, I know somebody. He's personally related to me. Their mother dropped them at the office of their father and walked away. Never to be found again. Until later in the years. So a mother can forget you. And the way you say, oh, anything from my mother, she can forget you. Yeah. Let just your father die and she finds love in another man. You will know what I'm saying is the truth. She will leave you as if you never existed. Yeah. She will, she will drop you like hot potato. But the love of Jesus can never be compared to the love of her mother. Because God says, yet I will never forget you. God cannot fall in love with another man and he forgets you. God cannot in fall in love with a woman and he forgets you. God is not like men. God is not like a mother who can forget her nursing babies. So ladies and gentlemen, the love of Jesus is far greater than the love of a mother. Number six, the love of Jesus is greater. The love of Jesus is the greater love because he sacrificed himself for us. I'll finish with this. The love of Jesus is greater love because he sacrificed himself for us. This love is great because As I told you earlier, the greatest expression of love is giving. So Jesus was willing to sacrifice himself for you. He was willing to give his sacrifice, his body for you. Because a lot of times when we love, we give. We give money, we give houses, we give cars, we give time. We give a lot of things. We lay down our lives for anything. And Jesus was willing to lay down his dear life, his very life, for the sake of you and me. Jesus never lived to 70 years, by the way. Jesus just lived to how many years? 33 years. He, he was willing to die at 33. Me, I'm not willing to die at 33. Some guy here I know is about to 30. He's not willing to die at 33. Or are you guys willing, those who are about to get to 30? They're not willing to get to, to, get to, to die at 33. Because how, how, how can you die at 33? How? There are some people I know, they're sitting in the front row. 30 is four or three years away. He's knocking. Them two years, two years away. Hey, my God. And now tell me, five, so at 33, it means five from now, they die. Are you willing to die? But Jesus was willing to die at 33. 
for you, 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 you and me. He was willing to sacrifice his dear life to die at the prime age of 33. Jesus died without marrying. Do you know how sweet it is to marry? It's very sweet to get, ah, you'll get married one day. I see you one day. I see you having a wife and a child. And a nice house and a car. The vision of three. It's called the vision of three. Or the vision of one, or the vision of one to three. Five, two children, three bedroom house. And four by four. Vision of one, two, three, four. One wife, two children, three bedroom house, and a four. I think I've achieved that vision. <laughs> hey, Mercy, may you never have such a small vision that you achieve it in your 20s. So if you achieve it in your 20s, it means you die then. Because now you have achieved all you want. Lord, thank you for giving me a greater vision. A vision that I can live for the rest of my life. Pursuing. May the same be your story. So ladies and gentlemen, Jesus was willing to sacrifice his life for you and me. 1 John 3.16 1 John, not John. 1 John 3.16 So sure you just know John 3.16. 1 John 3.16 By this we know love. Because he laid down his life for us. By this we know love. He laid down his life for us. So that's how you know love. When you lay down your life for Christ. That's how you know love. When you lay down your life for somebody. By this we know love. Because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Because you know love is demonstrated by laying down your life. Now it is time for you to prove that you know life by laying down, you know love by laying down your life for the sake of the brethren. That's why you have to go for an akazo. That's why you have to call people. That's why you have to bust people. You are demonstrating that you know love by laying down your comfort. It cannot be that you're always seated to warm the chair. Nobody will go to heaven on your account. Nobody will go to heaven on your account. You don't know love. Because if you knew love, you will demonstrate it by laying down your very life for the brethren. For by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Hey! I'm saying, hey! Tell your neighbor, neighbor, it is time you lay down your life for the brethren. Another scripture. Revelation 1.5 Revelation Very few people are willing to lay I'll tell you a story after this scripture Do you, want, you don't want my stories? You're fed up Can we read together one, two, three? To him who loved us And washed us from our sins By what? His own blood Not his own sweat Not, his, not water He loved us and washed us from his own blood. By this we know love. That he laid down his life. Therefore we ought to lay down our lives. For the brethren. So ladies and gentlemen. The love of Jesus is greater. Because he was willing to lay down his very life. For the brethren. And we also ought to do the same. One day. One day. One day, one day. This couple was newly married. They loved each other so much. They were just thinking about each other. They were sweet to each other. They were, Mwah, you know what, you know that. They were beautiful, they were kind, they were, Mwah. that each couple that you would want to be. Are we together? 
Then fast forward, they stayed and stayed. So one year down the line, thieves attacked their marriage. Or thieves attacked, the, not their marriage, thieves attacked their house. So while they were sleeping, the husband had commotion before the wife. Guess what the husband did? The husband left the bed, tiptoed, slowly. The, wife, the husband does not wake, want to wake the wife. Because if he wakes the wife, the wife will say, go and check who is outside. So the husband is very smart. So he, wake, he woke up and tiptoed. When he, when he checked through the window and saw it was thieves and confirmed his fears and his suspicions that those were thieves and they were about to break into the house, he ran into the deep freezer and entered the deep freezer and hid in it. So the, wife's, the, 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 the wife was still sleeping. The thieves came in and terrified everyone. They found the wife sleeping. They gave her a slap. They asked her, where's your husband? The wife says, but he was just here. The, 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 the thieves started telling the wife, call your husband. Babe! Babe! The guy is in the deep freezer, silent. Very cool. Very cool in the deep freezer. Saying nothing. So the wife was beaten. The children were beaten, terrorized. They took everything they wanted to take. After some time, the husband noticed that the chaos that were in the house are no longer there. So he knew that it's time for me to come out of my coolness and show thyself. It's time to arise and shine. So he, he presented himself after the thieves had left. When he presented himself, the, the wife asked him, Babe, where were you when thieves were beating us? He said, Hey, are you not wise? Why should we both of us die? Who will take care of the children? It is better one of us dies and the other remains to take care of them. Nobody was willing to die for the other. But Jesus was willing to die for you. That he washed your sins in his own blood. He washed your sins. And you know you're full of sin. Even right now, you're full of sin. So how can you let go of such great love? How can you let go of such great love? Such great love that cannot be cannot be explained that a man, a full-grown man at 33, that is when you, you're starting to, to see the fruits of your life. You're starting to see your children. You're starting to see your career picking. You're starting to see nice things. At that point, you go and kill yourself. How can you let go of such kind of love? That is the greatest kind of love. So ladies and gentlemen, that love is greater. It is greater. Look at me. Stop looking at her. That love is greater than the love of women. That love is greater than the love for this country. That love is greater than the love for brethren. That love is greater than any other kind of love. And you can't let go of that love. You can't let go. You can't let go. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Everybody standing on their feet. You can't let go of that love. You can't let go of that love. It's greater. It's far greater than your children. It's far greater than the love of, of a mother. It's far greater it's far greater. I said every eye closed, every head bowed. Everyone standing on their feet. This love is greater. This love is far greater. This love is greater. It is greater. I want you to think about it a moment. Just take your time and think through.
think about this love. Just think about it. Think about this love. Think about this love. Think of how great this love is. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Would you let go of this kind of love? This love has been shared abroad. It has been extended to us. What manner of love is this? That a man should lay down at the prime of his life for me and you. What manner of love is this? Are you going to walk away from this love? Are you going to come back and walk away? Are you going to show him a man who was willing to die for you? A man who loves you more than your mother? A man who loves you more than your brother? A man who loves you more than your, your woman, your girl? This man has a stronger love for you. Are you going to let him go? Are you going to let him go? Are you going to let him go? Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is this same token that I ask of you today. If you're not, Jesus is not the Lord of your life. If Jesus is not the Lord of your life, you don't love him enough that you've given him your life. I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are. I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are. Thank you for those hands that are going up. Thank you. Lift it up, lift it up high, up high, up high. In that same hand, come to the front. Just walk to the front with your hand high, with your hand high. Walk to the front. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands that are willing to receive the love of Jesus. I know there are more people and I'm welcoming you. Come to me right now. Come to me right now. Walk to me right now. Walk to me right now. You can't let go of this love. The guy in yellow, his hand was held. Bring him. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid.
have opened their hearts to receive this greater love. For no man has this kind of love, that a man lay down his life for another. And Jesus, you are willing to lay down your life for us. And these children are extending their hearts to you to receive, Lord, to receive this love. Lord, thank you. If you are here, I'm going to ask you to kneel down with me. Those who are in the, at the front here, I'm going to ask you if you can. Would you please kneel down? Kneel down with me. Kneel down with me if you can. does not love you, Lord. Lord, I know we don't love you, and I'm sorry, Lord, that disappointed my heart. It made me feel so bad that we don't love you, we don't care about you anymore. We don't think about you, Lord. Lord, that broke my heart. But Lord, I want you to know, as for me and these children in this place, Lord, we care about you. We are concerned with you, Lord. We are concerned about your, your, your duty on earth. We are concerned about your work here on earth. We are concerned of our love for you. We are concerned, Lord, and we are extending back our love to you, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. Thank you, Father. So I'm going to request that you repeat this prayer after me. All of you, even those on the back, those standing, I want you to help them repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I confess my sins. I, confess my sins. I, know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I've been turning away from your love. I've, been turning away from your love. I've disdained your love. I've, disdained your love. I've turned away from your love. But today, Lord, I accept your love. I accept your love into my heart. Thank you for laying down your life for me. Thank you, Lord, that today you've chosen me to participate and be a receiver of this love that you shared abroad, of this love that you extended unto us. From today, I can't tell you from today, I am born again. I belong to Jesus. From today, I am born again. I belong to Jesus. My life is in the hands of Jesus. From today, Lord, write my name in the book of life. My name is, mention your name. Mention your name. Say, my name is Boniface Bahati. Write that name in the book of life. And in the great day of judgment, I will not be ashamed. I will not be afraid. Because I know. Because I know. Because I know. My name is in the book of life. And I have received my Lord as my personal Savior. In Jesus' name. Now point your hand like this. Open your eyes and point your hand like this. 
point your hand and say, Satan, Satan from, today, from today, we have no association. We have no association. Satan, Satan, I don't belong to you. I don't belong to you. From today, from today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I belong to the King of Kings. I belong to the King of Kings. From today, from today, I am a child of the Living God. I am a child of the Living God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. From today, from today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. No association. No association. Take what belongs to you. Take what belongs to you. And live my soul. To be purified by obedience, by obedience. And the sincere spirit of love. of love in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap offering. You may rise up on your feet. Wow, give the Lord a hand clap offering. If you can ask them, why not? I want you to know you've made one of the best decisions of your life. The decision to receive Jesus as your is the best decision. You will never regret this day. Write it down somewhere. This marks the beginning of the love of Jesus. Father, I'm so grateful for the souls you've given us today. Oh, that's my gift for love for you. Receive our gift of love, Lord. There's nothing else we'd have done to express our love for you than to call people into this wonderful love. Lord, receive it, Lord. Receive my gift of love. Thank you for calling me into this wonderful world. Thank you for Lord for allowing us to speak of the love of God to this generation. In Jesus. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap offering. On your way down, then you may be seated. Hi. Wow. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Are you happy to be born again? How many are born again? Give the Lord a praise and a clap. Yeah. If you receive the love of Jesus, give the Lord a praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I pray that in your lifetime, a 1,000 people, minimum of 1,000 people, will get to heaven on your account. Amen. I pray in your lifetime, a minimum of 1,000 people will get to heaven on your account. Amen. May that be the gift you give to God. Amen. Your gift of love. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you, say. The Lord bless you. Thank you. Lord, I'm here. 
upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and then in the morning may the presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he's with you he's with you in the morning in the morning in the evening in your coming Glory, your weeping and rejoicing is for you, is for you, is for you, is for you. 